0: Hello, Stephen.
1: Happy birthday, Erica.
0: Thank you. It's my birthday.
1: It's your birthday today. Yep. So we watched a Doctor Who episode on your birthday.
0: We sure did. Happy birthday to me.
1: Yeah. Not before your parents were here. Your parents have come up to visit us in Canada. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is neat.
0: I almost wished that we were at the beginning of a Doctor Who story so they could watch it with us, but... But they were very tired and wanted to go back to their hotel and go to sleep. So we got to watch the last episode of The Daleks.
1: Well, they're still here over the next couple days. And (laughs) so we could technically watch The Edge of Destruction.
0: (gasps) That's true.
1: If we wanted to. Mm. yeah. The neat thing is that, of course, your mom um, is nicknamed Fangirl Prime over over on Verity Podcast because she was a Doctor Who fan... When did she become a Doctor Who fan? After you were born or before?
0: Oh, it was after I was born. It was the eighties. Okay. Early eighties. eighty two ish. Whenever it premiered
1: in Wisconsin somewhere.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. So she's been watching it and going to conventions and being part of fan clubs and, and all that kind of stuff since I was I was a wee child, so she brought me up right, is what she did.
1: I know. I've seen pictures and pamphlets and programs from all the conventions that she went to. I mostly in the early late eighties, early nineties that she had. Mm-hmm. Anyway,
0: yeah, she had uh, autographs from Tom Baker and Colin Baker and Patrick Troughton Trouton. and John Pertwee mm-hmm. and some other you know people that were in the show. But the, Nicholas all... Courtney, I
1: think, was in there too. I mm-hmm. think, yeah, maybe. I don't remember now. There's a Trevor, treasure trove. Though. Yep. Yeah. Next time we go back there for Chicago TARDIS, I think we should look through that again.
0: <laughs> yes. Take Maybe some pictures. Neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But yeah, Daleks, episode seven, The Rescue. Mm-hmm. What did you think of this one?
0: You know, I don't know if it's because there was such a big gap between when we watched the previous ones or this, or if it's just because this was the sort of falling action at the end. Um, but I felt like it was a little bit weaker on the excitement uh, factor than than some of the earlier episodes. Mm-hmm. It just I don't know. After, I was really, really into the last few, and this felt a little limp at the end. Yeah. Um, I I think if I ever have some sort of a an arch nemesis or a villain that I'm fighting, I would like to choose someone that will start a countdown with at least three digits at yeah. the beginning of the countdown. Mm-hmm. Because counting down from 100 seemed very arbitrary. And I know it was supposed to sort of ratchet up the tension, but for me, I think it did exactly the opposite.
1: It's funny you say that because I think... Um, the way that it was recorded. Richard Martin directed this, by the way, not not my favorite director in classic mm. Doctor Who history. And I think there's a couple times, like once the th- a, th- a Thalcum just appears out of nowhere and gets shot, and I'm not sure where he mm. came from
0: or what he was trying to do. Yeah,
1: and- it was odd. But um, the the countdown that you heard was pre recorded and was basically oh. played as live throughout. You know, through each individual. And I think they mistimed it. And that's why once it gets to three, you hear it stop because yeah. they were running. They had say, whoops, we were a little slow. So let's just stop that countdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why you never heard the last three seconds of that.
0: I assumed that somebody bashed into something that was actually like doing hmm. the countdown. So I managed to hand wave it in my own head and, and just make it so they, they you know, there was a Dalek that was actually keeping that countdown going by whatever machinations it was doing <laughs> with his legs little tube
1: um he's got like his headset microphone on there he's like he's like scrambling to the desk every chaos around him says no i am i'm doing this countdown
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i mean or you know if he wasn't actually doing the countdown he was he was pushing little buttons or touching the wall or something like that and that was that was how the countdown was going and then somebody bashed him over the head with a rock and suddenly he couldn't keep the countdown going Mm -hmm. so it stopped there
1: that's how it was done. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what, do you, what did you think of Christa's sacrifice at the beginning of Episode 7? I was
0: not expecting that. Yeah. I really thought, you know, it's a kid's show. They're going to some, f- somehow find a way to rescue him. Or perhaps the rope would just give way or, or something. And I... I, Wow, it was just really interesting that he, he sacrificed himself, which was the noble thing to do. But at the same time it was kind of a cowardly act because Mm. he had not been wanting to go on and was sort of looking for any excuse to get out. And here's his excuse. So he was able to sort of kind of save face, be a coward while also being noble at the same time. A noble coward. Yeah. It was really interesting. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's, that's the one part of this episode that I think was complex enough that I'm going to keep thinking about it um, from time to time. But direction wise, it's I don't necessarily think that it was played as exciting as it could be. It was just a couple of shots of him. It wasn't I don't know. There was a lot of close ups on fingers slipping and Yeah. I don't know.
1: They were cutting in between that and the pre filmed stuff with mm-hmm. the stunt double. Um, so they couldn't do a lot because there's a yeah. lot of sets in this episode and they only had so much room in the studio. Mm. Um, as you could tell by the very last shot in the TARDIS yes. is them tucked into this little corner with, uh, you know, enough mm-hmm. wall because that's all they had space for in Line Grove studio. Wow. To do that. It, interestingly enough, in the movie version, uh, Chris Tass somehow lives. <laughs> <laughs> he cuts the rope.
0: Oh and yeah. And he falls familiar. Mm-hmm. and
1: they hear splashes. Oh no, he's died. And, they, and then he yells, I'm Okay. <laughs> And then it says yay, and I can't remember if we actually ever saw him again or if we just heard that he was okay. And maybe they fished him out of the rope, and which kind of really removed every bit of dramatic tension in that wow. scene in the movie. Because Ugh. yeah, it was so it's odd that the movie would go more family friendly than the TV show would. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah, mm.
0: that's weird. Yeah. Well, speaking of the sets mm-hmm. and and stuff, they there was one camera. Pan that uh, in the control room at the end. That was just awesome. Yeah. Where it pans, you know, here's some some doors or whatever. Then we see the doctor and Susan, and it keeps going. And here's the Daleks, and it keeps going. I was just like, are they going to do a full 360? Like, are we seeing all of the walls? And we practically are. It yeah. Ends. It ends with that great shot where then they rack focus down to the end of it where um, Barbara and, and Ian are sneaking in, and mm-hmm. that was that was that was impressive. Good job, 1963.
1: Yeah, big, huge studio cameras too. They're mm-hmm. looking around. What did you think then? Because uh, it's Thal's and Ian and Barbara doing all the work, whereas mm-hmm. the Doctor, the hero of the show, and Susan <laughs> are chained to a wall for the pretty much the entirety of this episode.
0: Well, you know, I think I think the Doctor is he may be the title character but at this point he is not the hero of the show nope. not at all mm-hmm. um so i was totally fine with him being chained to the wall along with along with susan um i appreciated his a bit you know he was trying to talk talk his way out of it you know trying to bargain with his ship and his knowledge and stuff and yeah it did that didn't work we needed barbara to come and throw a rock and you know a bunch of bunch of thals with ropes and <laughs> The Dalek Mm -hmm. battle was, it was a little silly and a little cheesy, but I I still enjoyed it. I liked the idea that Brute Force could take down a Dalek because, you know, watching Doctor Who in the new series and even later in the classic series, wow, that is not the case at all. So this was, this is, it was kind of fun. And man, at the end, just seeing all the Daleks just tipped over and lying on their sides and all dead and stuff. I was, I don't know. I guess I hadn't seen this, or if I did, I was a little kid, so I did not remember how it ended. And, you know, knowing that the future of Doctor Who continues with lots of Daleks all over the freaking place, uh, I, th- I think I was, I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't this. Mm-hmm. I, can, I, I suppose some, on some level I knew that the Doctor and his companions had to survive, but, you know, I've seen Scarrow later, and it don't look like this, so... Huh.
1: Terry Nation wrote, the, wrote them to say, you know, he never. this was never supposed to be an ongoing thing. He mm-hmm. just thought, he wrote, you know, they, they died at the end. And they say, yay, the, the owls win, the Daleks lose, we never see from them again. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, as we know, that was changed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Less than a year later, yep. Mm-hmm.
0: So I look forward to getting to that, to seeing what, if any, uh, explanation is given for how they survived. No spoilers, don't tell me.
1: I will not tell you. Mm-hmm. No. Have you seen the album? Oh, well, I'm not even going to spoil you as to say which one is the next one with <laughs> the Daleks, but suffice to say that yes, mm-hmm. they do return. All
0: right, I think I know which one the next one is, but
1: mm-hmm. but you never know. Mm-hmm. So next week, the edge of destruction.
0: Well, next week for, I said next, that week next, for episode, next episode. Next. Episode. Oh, oh yeah, no. I thought you meant it for us. It so might take like, us a week unless okay. we watch it right now. I don't know. I'm tired too. Are you tired? I am sleepy. Really? Yeah.
1: It's only two episodes, though. we can do it.
0: Yeah, but then we wouldn't get a chance to maybe get my parents to watch it with us. That's
1: true. Mm-hmm. Do you think they'll watch 1964 Doctor Who with us? Mom would. Really?
0: Yeah. Actually, Dad probably would, too. He likes Doctor Who. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. I don't want to get the listeners all excited. that <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're not going to be on the podcast. No. No.
0: I wish. I've asked my mom to be on Verity. She's, she has politely declined. I kept asking.
1: I think I pressure you to ask her mm-hmm. for various different ideas of how you could do it. Sometimes I just think it'd just be you and her talking about the old days and the conventions and everything.
0: That would be fun. Yeah. But she gets nervous about that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is silly because I think that she has lots of interesting things to say, but.
1: Mm-hmm. You were nervous once.
0: I was very nervous. Now look at you. Now look at me.
1: How many podcasts are you on now?
0: I've lost count. <laughs> 5 Mm-hmm. Four? Five? Something like that. Yeah.
1: Lots of listeners of which wished you a happy birthday, Faye.
0: That's true. Thank you to everybody who wished me a happy birthday. That was very, very lovely.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I hope watching Doctor Who was a wonderful way of of ending your birthday.
0: Yes. Oh, this is so perfect. Wasn't it? Really? You yeah. What a go? what a what a perfect way to uh, to spend a birthday. Watching watching Daleks. <laughs> Stop <laughs> laughing at me. I'm serious.
1: I'm sure it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. We should go.
0: Yeah, we should. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.